Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Ha! Science Explained with me, Evram Yazgan, a science journalist with Cosmos magazine. Each week, twice a week, we answer life's questions big or small. Today, I'm going to be talking about nothing. Bye! Just kidding. I mean I will be talking about the concept of nothing. Null, nil, zip, nada, zero, call it what you like, it's still nothing. But what is nothing? And is zero just a theoretical concept? Or can it really be considered a number? At times, philosophy and mathematics meet in the middle to give us truly weird thought experiments. So grab your graph paper, calculator and tweed coat, because we're going to go on a journey down the number line to find out what zero really means. Counting and numbers form integral parts of life. From tracking your bank balance as it gets eaten away by too many food delivery orders, to watching your latest Instagram post creep up to 11 likes, numbers are everywhere. The development of the complex numerical system which governs so many aspects of our world is something that we usually take for granted. But some cultures have had no need for such an obsession over counting. Famously, the Amazonian Piraha tribe only has words for one, two, and many. Nothing in their daily experience requires them to count beyond two. Any more than that, and it's many. The same goes for certain Aboriginal Australian groups, like the people of Welpiri country in the Northern Territory, who also only count one, two, and many. For cultures which do count, it hasn't always been exactly the way we do it today. Our dominant system of counting is built on what is called base 10. This decimal system basically means that we can only count up to 9 without needing two digits. And the number of digits depends on powers of 10. First come the single digit numbers, 0 through to 9. Similarly, we have the tens, which are multiples of 10 to the 1. The hundreds, which are 10 to the power 2. Thousands are 10 to the 3, and it goes on. We also know that computer code is based on binary. This means instead of 10 single digits between 0 and 9, there are only 2, 0 and 1. The ancient Sumerians and Babylonians had a counting system of base 60. Roman numerals don't have a consistent base. I've sneakily mentioned 0 a couple of times without explaining its place in all this. Where does 0 come from? Harvard mathematician Robert Kaplan said, zero is in the mind, but not in the sensory world. All other positive numbers have a clear place in nature. It's obvious when you have one apple versus two apples, or many apples. But what does it mean to have zero apples? Despite its mind-bending nature, zero has proven to be hugely important in mathematics and how we understand the universe. The fact is that for most of human history, Zero wasn't really necessary. So who first came up with the mathematical concept of zero? Around 5,000 years ago, ancient Sumerians placed a slanted double wedge in between cuneiform numerals to indicate the absence of a number in that place. This is in the same way we would write the number 105, for example, with the zero indicating no multiples of 10 to the power 1 in the middle. It helps us distinguish the numbers 105 and 15, for example. 
Zero as we know it today, an O-like symbol, emerged in Babylon around the 3rd century BCE before moving to India through the Greeks, who, by the way, didn't really use it much in their own culture. Zero was independently discovered by the Mayans in around 4th century CE. In India, the concept of nothingness, or the void, was quite central. So zero really hit it off. Early Hindu mathematicians denoting zero as a dot used it regularly and perfected its mathematical usefulness. Indeed, the Indian zero is regarded by many as one of the greatest innovations in human history. Today we're very comfortable with zero. It is considered a starting point, a point of origin, The coldest possible temperature, for example, negative 273 degrees Celsius, is called absolute zero and is the point at which all atomic vibrations cease. In modern life, dominated by computers, zero plays a critical role. Computers are made up of circuits either turned on or off. On is represented by a one and off is represented by zero. All modern computers are based on this principle and it's hard to imagine how we would have gotten to this point without zero. But is zero anything more than a placeholder? Is it an actual number? Zero sits equidistant on the number line between one and negative one. Side note, we've been talking about how zero doesn't exist in nature. Now have a think about negative numbers. We use them every day, most commonly in my bank balance in my experience, but they don't exist in nature. However, they are critical in our understanding of the universe, particularly in measuring oppositional quantities like the positive and negative charges on protons and electrons respectively. Zero sits on the number line. You can count backwards from three, for example, and naturally reach and pass zero. Three, two, one, zero, negative one, etc. It also acts like a number in many mathematical operations. You can add it, subtract it, multiply by it, but you can't divide by it. Dividing by zero gives an answer which doesn't behave. Mathematicians call the result of dividing by zero undefined. It essentially means the result cannot exist and is a physicist or mathematician's worst nightmare. But, unlike all other numbers, zero has no value. Its sole purpose is to denote the lack of value. By the same token, Zero is the basis for all other numbers. Having one of a thing only makes sense if you imagine not having any of that thing to begin with. I still can't point to something and say there's zero of it, though. Saying you have zero apples is just a mathematical and pretentious way of saying you don't have any apples. There just isn't any example in nature of zero. At risk of sounding like a 19-year-old stoner, Even in the furthest reaches of space, you're bathed in the electromagnetic radiation of stars. In the deepest, darkest void, there's always something. Maybe absolute nothingness existed before the Big Bang, but we are unlikely to ever know for sure. Doesn't stop zero being integral to our daily lives and deepest understanding of the cosmos. Zero is the nothing that is something. And on that shower thought, that's all from me and my look at zero. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out the Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app, and head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back next time for another Ha! Science Explained.